Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Uh, now then, this is uh, this episode. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but it's essentially about jellyfish stings, and then um, let's see where it goes. Okay. Uh, yes, I mean it's a bit of a weird one. Okay, let's go with it. Uh, so what I'm thinking is, essentially, again, as most people know, is human beings are gregarious. Well, that means we're social creatures. We're pack animals. So essentially, a human being has to be able to fit in. We've got to be part of a team, a tribe, a clan, a community, a family. It's that kind of thing. In fact, back in the day. A lone human being on the African savanna 10,000 years ago was a dead human being. So um, we c- literally can't survive on our own. We need um, other people for our mental and our emotional and our physical safety. So essentially being kicked out of a group back in the day was the death sentence. So you needed a, tram- a, a clan or a tribe to survive. And uh, So fitting in is a basic psychological and emotional need. We're basically wired for it. I, th- I can't remember who it is, Donateski or somebody said, we are most excellent sheep. We look around at what everybody else does and we do that. Now, the other thing about human beings is, other than your parents, who might be different to this, but nobody really wants to know how great you are. <laughs> they really don't. Like at a dinner party or down the pub of an evening, nobody wants you to regale tales of how brilliant your life is going or how wonderful you are or how successful you are. They want to hear about your epic failures and your foibles and what's wrong with you. And these are the things, uh, certainly in the British culture, that we actually celebrate. It's like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about what happened to me today. It was a nightmare. That kind of thing. Which brings me on to my slightly brief aside, which is scientific, but obviously a little bit of fun as well. A couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, I went away with some of my uh, workmates, a few of the workmates, and they'll be listening to this, right? So I got to—they'll know who they are. We went to Anglesey. We went cycling, half a dozen of us, five middle-aged blokes cycling along the Welsh coastline, right now. And again, you'll know who you're talking about. One, one's got a drink problem, one's got Crohn's disease, one's got type 1 diabetes, um, and the fourth one's got nothing diagnosable, but he's massive. He's like a 20 stone beast of a man on a little bike. Um, anyway, I'll spare you the details because what went on in Anglesey stays in Anglesey, except to say that I got stung by a jellyfish. Now, it's. Oh, it, it getting stung by a jellyfish is clearly your own fault, right? So we. we We've been cycling all day. We we turned up at a beach in North Wales on Anglesey, and there's nobody else swimming, which gives you a clue. <laughs> and there's just a few big jellyfish washed up on the beach. But I'm a I'm an optimist. I'm like, do you know what, lads? I've been cycling all day. I'm going for a swim. Anybody else? So we tore our clothes off. Some of us did. I don't think everybody went in, but I certainly did. Jumped in the sea, absolutely freezing cold. This is North Wales after all, and splashed around. And you know when your body's gone so cold that you can't feel your body anyway? I was backstroking and front crawling and I was in there for 10-15 minutes. Came out, no, nothing wrong with it, came out and look, I'm not the kind of bloke who makes a fuss about illness. 
I I I think the worried well are sucking the life out of the NHS. So I'm I'm not um, that the NHS needs to treat really ill people, not people like me who aren't really very ill. But my gosh, I was ill. I got so badly stung by this jellyfish, uh, and obviously I didn't know at the time. I've been clearly wrestling with it in the depths of the ocean, but I didn't know because my body had gone completely numb. And it wasn't until I came out and got back on my bike and I thought I was going to die. Because when I say stung, I mean face, arms, torso, legs, feet, back, ear, my right ear. I like, literally couldn't hear out of my right ear. Got back on my bike, things were pretty uncomfortable. Back at base camp, things were really, really uncomfortable. And I googled it because I thought I was going to die. So I googled, you know, and when you, as soon as you google it, you know, jellyfish on Anglesey, there was this massive headline saying, Basically, don't swim. There's an all points bulletin. Don't swim on Anglesey because there are poisonous jellyfish, and they're going to sting you. And you scroll down to find the cure, and your heart sinks. It says, it said, and I quote, "Well, the death rate is rare, but not out of the question." And I quote, "If it's a whole body rash, looking down at my body, which is red raw, number one treatment is somebody's got a wee on you." Now, they're good mates. They're good mates, and they're pleading with me to let them do it, but. As the zips are unzipping, I'm scrolling further to find there's got to be a next best thing, which of course is vinegar. So I stripped down naked in the kitchen and bathed myself <laughs> in vinegar. Um, it didn't seem to help anything except I just fancied some fish and chips. Anyway, the show must go on, so I showered and went out for the evening, went to the pub, and everybody else is happy, and I was trying to be happy, but my rashes were itching and sweating. I couldn't hear out of my right ear. And when I say I sweated, I mean. I was sitting in a pub, soaked to the skin, cooking in my own juices. Like my sweat glands were in stress, they were squirting, and it wasn't even hot. I was sitting in the anyway. Lads didn't care. Why am I telling you this? Because when I got home and my wife asked me how it went, I missed out all the bits about oh yeah, rolling hills and country lanes and mountain views and pastures and castles and ponies and lifelong friendships forged by saddle. Guess what? I got stung by a jellyfish and thought I was going to die. That's the only thing that I shared with her which obviously is called negativity bias and it's it's this thing that we have in our brains and again it's quite a famous thing now everybody knows they've got it is one little incident your brain is primed for negativity i mean i've read some research where you basically your brain is scanning the environment five times a second looking out for danger looking out for problems so we're literally hyper vigilant to spot things that have gone wrong which is why, incidentally, like when you drive to work or you drive home, one bad driver, like a single bad driver, will ruin your entire commute. That's the one you'll talk about. Yeah, you, Your brain will delete the 4,000 good ones, courteous drivers. Your brain will just focus on the bad one. One angry customer will ruin your entire day. Your brain will delete the fact that most of your customers love you. Um, in my case, one bad book review, one one-star book review, I'm like, oh my god, I must be the worst writer in the world. And my brain deletes the fact that most people actually do quite like the fact I'm trying to... Yeah, whatever. Essentially, anyway, what your brain... All you need to know is that your brain is super good at doing that. It is negatively biased. It will look for the bad. It will focus on what can go wrong. And I think in the external world where there's a lot of negativity being fed into us via the TV and via media then maybe we just need to shield ourselves from that. You can become your own worst enemy by exposing yourself to negativity. Um, and I think in the next podcast, what I'll do is look at how we can reframe some of those things and how we can prime ourselves to begin to notice the good. 
But folks, the jellyfish sting is a metaphor, really, well, it's a real thing, but I guess it's a metaphor for um, loads and loads of bad things are available to focus on if you want to, but don't forget the rolling hills and the ponies and the lifelong friendships and all the good stuff that goes on in your life as well, because that's always there too. It is there all the time, but your brain is blanking it. Alright, so until next time, well I'm wishing that you never get stung by a jellyfish and never have to wrestle with one like I did, but uh, happy positive spotting. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. Thanks again. See you next time for another amazing episode.